Tonight's show, we have professional soccer player, Eddie Davis. And now for your host, Cool Park. Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With Cool Card. I am your host, Cool Card. Thank you guys for tuning in. Every Tuesday night, you know where I'm at at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here kicking it with someone cool. This is episode 215, y'all. Racking it up, racking it up. We're going to keep on rolling. Thank you guys for tuning in. If this is your first time, I do invite you to subscribe so I can continue bringing you the value that all of my great, incredible guests bring to you every single week. I cannot do it without them. And I do this for you, and I cannot do it without you, guys. So I really appreciate you, man. I'm going on. Actually, I just made four years. So yeah, celebrate that. Celebrate that, man. It's a blessing. Uh, you know I leave with God on my show. You know I pray before every conversation because I like to put that out there and represent my God in this light right here, this platform. I'm thankful for it. Thankful for everybody that has blessed this stage, blessed this platform with me, came on here and just dropped value. That's This is what I do it for, guys, right? I tell you all the time, it's not about me. It's not for me. I don't care about no fame, no none of that. I'm just trying to do my part in the ecosystem and provide value for you. And that's what I'm here to do tonight, 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 tonight. I have a pro, a professional athlete on the show <laughs> tonight is going to be great. Um, I have Eddie Davis. He is a professional soccer player, plays for Philadelphia Union. We are going to dive into that. This is my first time having a pro athlete on the show, so this is going to be great, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about his life. He is 17. Pretty sure he's 17. He is 17. So we're going to see what that looks like coming from a child to a pro at the age of 17 and you know what that journey has been like we're gonna talk about his life you know i like to humanize a conversation so we're gonna dive into that nothing personal but i do like to learn who you are you know and not only what you do so that's what this platform is all about so without further ado let's bring on eddie davis y'all and let's get into it let's kick it let's go Davis come on for his pro debut. Exiting the match for Philadelphia, number 98, Stefan Stojanovic. He thought he was going to have his hat trick. Wasn't meant to be, but it is Edward Davis who comes on. Welcome to the show, my brother. How are you tonight? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm excited to be here. Oh, man, I'm blessed, brother. I'm excited that you're here, ready to talk some soccer, ready to talk about you. Um, I wanted to share that moment right there. That moment right there was your first professional game. Is that correct? Yeah, it's my pro debut. Pro yeah, debut. man. How did that feel? Man, it was a surreal moment, I'd say. I'd worked so long for that moment to come. So, like, that was honestly, like, amazing to get from God, honestly. Yeah, man. Looking at your track record, I was looking at your bio, your stats and all that. 
well deserved. So we're definitely gonna dive into that, brother. Um, before I get going, I did mention to you pre-show that I like to pray. So yeah. without further ado, you know I, I got to do that. <laughs> Every show I gotta do that, give him his glory, give him the honor. So um, as long as you're cool with that, we could dive right in. Of course, let's do it, let's hit it. All right, let's get it. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time this moment we thank you for eddie's presence heavenly father jesus we just thank you for blessing him with the many talents and the gifts and um his focus and his journey heavenly father lord jesus we pray and ask that he is an inspiration and a role model heavenly father lord jesus and um he guides the youth heavenly father lord jesus he guides others in his life we just thank you heavenly father lord jesus for waking us up this morning lord jesus we just thank you for the food on our table the clothes on our back the shoes on our feet all the little things that we may overlook at times heavenly father lord jesus you know our heart we just want to give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise, and just ask that you guide this conversation, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, my brother. Man, I'm so happy that you're here, uh, ready to dive into what you got going on, brother. You've, you've come a long way. I read a lot about you, heard a lot about you. You know, we got a mutual person, uh, and uh, it's told me a lot about you. So I know you've been an athlete since yay high. And now yeah. you're 17 years old and you're pro. Brother, I like to humanize the conversation, so I need to take it back. <laughs> I want to know where Eddie came from. I want to know who Eddie is. So can you just reflect on your upbringing? Um, one thing, you know what? One thing I'm going to start off with. I'm going to start it with this. So you said that your parents were hard on you, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. And that kind of hit me because... You know, it's hard being a parent trying to, you know, perfect your child and, and, and you know, make them strive for excellence, make them want to strive for excellence and showing them excellence. But it can push them away. It could divide you, you know. So you said that they were hard on you, but in a good way. Reflect on your childhood and tell me how that even looks, because I think that it would be a good talking point and something that other adolescents need to hear, because maybe it can shift their paradigm to say, oh man, well, my parents are hard on me and I'm kind of pushing back and rebelling, but I can look at that in a different way because they love me and they're trying to bring out greatness and excellence. So can you just speak to that a little bit? No, I mean, yeah, growing up, of course, always playing sports. I mean, my parents were athletes too, so they never let me um, settle for less in anything. So they would always hold me to a high standard and everything, if it's school, um, especially sports, like I just knew that, of course it sucks sometimes getting mm-hmm. yelled at, um, but I knew that they did this out of love and they did this because they see what's inside of me and they want to bring that out of me. So, I mean, yeah, that's all I could really say to that. Like they just wanted to bring what the best out of me. So. Yeah. So now with that said, how did they convey that to you though how did how did they make you understand that because as a kid you know when you're getting yelled at at first it's like oh man you know i'm in trouble again or you're pushing me or like i don't feel like doing this like why are you so hard on me how did you i mean maybe it was you yourself but how did you understand that because a lot of kids don't get that yeah i mean i have a good foundation and i guess back then i wouldn't be able to see it but now where i am today like Without that, I for sure wouldn't be where I am today. It's, it's hard, you know, like you're a kid, you want to do what you want to do, but yeah, you really have to trust your parents. And I trusted mine. 
um, to help just guide me. And I, yeah, I just started to develop a trust with them over time. So just became obedient and it helped me out in the long run. That's dope. What did, what did that look like for you? Were you able to do, you know, kid things, hang out with your friends, go to school, play, or was yeah. it all sports for I mean, you? For me, I honestly never, I never really wanted to. Um, okay. Like I, it was really like, I'd rather go train than go to birthday parties and stuff, like go out and have fun. Like mm. my parents forced me to do it. Sometimes if I was lacking, they'd be on me about it, but I've just been passionate about sports and being the best version of myself. So it wasn't really anything that they had to, you know, really, really, really nag on me about, but yeah, I just, I just loved it. Like it was really just been a passion. Yeah. That's a different mindset. And I mean, were they an influence on you in the way you thought about sports and excellence? Like, was yeah. that an influence just because of how you were raised, how you were brought up? You know, I'm not even talking sports. I'm just talking about how you were raised, the values, the morals, you know, things of that nature. I mean, yeah, I'd say so. And then especially them being athletes, um, running for Team USA, like, I always just wanted to be better than them. Mm. And they just instilled work ethic in me and keeping God first place. And without God, none of, I wouldn't have any of this. So really just um, giving it, giving my gift back to God, if that makes sense. So yeah, absolutely. that in super, super young age. Wow, that, that's amazing, man, that's impressive. Cause I've always wondered, cause you know, you see a lot of star athletes and their children, you know, they follow in their footsteps and they're, they're great too, you know, they make yeah. it to the league or whatever success they get. So I've always wondered, like, what was that upbringing like? Like, did they have a childhood? Was it just sports? Was it just, you know, training, training, training? And I, I mean, honestly, I would assume so, because sometimes you do got to sacrifice the frivolous things, you know, the play time to be great, if that's what you really want, you know? And, I, and, and growing up, you know, I'm sure in a household, seeing that, seeing excellence, seeing your, your father or your mother doing what they do at the highest level, like what kid doesn't want to idolize their parents? You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's a healthy household and they're doing something that's amazing, you know? Sure. Like what, what kid doesn't want to idolize their parents? So, you know, I just always wonder like, what what's that like? So just hearing you speak of that and, and, and hear about how you thought as a child, like that just blows my mind, you know what I'm saying? But it answers a lot of questions I had about that. So yeah, man, that's what's up. I love it, I love it, I love it. So you started playing at three. Can you get can you chronicle can you give a little chronicle timeline of like your steps through you know the progress and, yeah. and how you got to where you are now? I started playing at three, just like rec soccer. I joined my little local AYSO team at seven, and I was a little bit better than the kids. So at seven, I was playing U twelve. Wow! And they said because I was playing U eight, and they're like, if you keep playing here, I was scoring like probably eight goals a game. They're like, we're gonna have to kick you out the league. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, That's just play crazy. Yeah, as a seven-year-old, so. So, so you twelve, they moved you up to with the twelve-year-olds. Now, when I was seven, they moved me up to twelve-year-olds. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying so, seven years old, you playing with twelve-year-olds, killing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So, did you know? Like, did you realize at that time? Did you know that you were that good? Did you realize that, or you were just doing what Eddie does because you were I letting the know, preparation? I played. Yeah, I played so many sports at the time. Like, I was in the. Baseball, I wanted to be a baseball player. I played basketball, I ran track. So I didn't know. I was just good at all the sports I could do. It just so happened that soccer was one of my best. But I didn't know how far that would actually take me. 
Yeah, you were just an athlete, man, and the training right. and the preparation. Yeah, yeah. When you when you do that right, I mean, it shines through, right? So I know that um, when you made you made one team, I saw that you made one team, and after one year you got cut. Yeah. And then you quit for like eight months. Speak to that. Like, what did that do to you mentally? How did you push through that? How did that feel? Yeah, I joined LAFC, the MLS team. So excited because you have a dream of going to the first team and playing in the stadium. And that's LA, so that's where I'm from. So being able to play in front of my fam my family, my friends yeah. and everyone and stadium with thousands of people, like that was really, really my dream. And then getting cut after a year due to injuries that that set me back because it's like everything I'd given to the sport, it's like it all got taken away like that. And I was kind of lost for a little bit. I ended up playing basketball for a long time. Like I just didn't want anything to do with the sport for a, a super, wow. super long time. So it kind of broke your spirit a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it really broke my heart. I say that was my first heartbreak. Like that was my first heartbreak for sure. So, so, so how old were you? So you're saying you're talking MLS, professional soccer. You made a team. And you got cut. How, what, how old were you? It was the U U thirteen team. I think the okay. U thirteen team for the MLS Academy. Okay. So that was my gotcha. first three year playing Academy soccer. Okay. I was doing it too, but I was just injury prone at that time. I was growing and stuff. Right. And yeah, my body just couldn't handle it. Okay. Yeah, you see you gotta break all this stuff down to me, man. I'm not privy to all yeah, this. So <laughs> can so how does that so how does it work? So it's like a you start at the academy level and yeah. then work your way up to maybe like the, I don't want to say like they used to call it like the farm team. So the team that like right below the pro team, it's still a pro team, like minors, yeah. right? And it's then, almost like, yeah, my, either you say minor league or like G League, basically. Okay. So still pro, but just not NBA level. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Got so you. You go from academy, um, they have usually U13, U14, U15, U17. And then after that, it goes to the second team, which is the G League team. Okay. And after that, it goes to the first team. So first and second team are pro, but you're working your whole way up from that to hopefully get a professional contract. But you can play with the second team unsigned, but mm -hmm. you're still playing professional soccer, if that makes sense. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So you were, so that was 13. 13. And then you got playing. cut. Yep. Filled out for about eight months, and then where'd you go from there? I was just playing basketball. Like I, I had Hooper dreams at that point. I was, trying to make <laughs> I was trying to make it to the league, but I'm not. I'm not tall enough for that. So my dad, he just he put me back in club because he knew how much the sport meant to me. So okay, he put me back into it, and yeah, I just it took a minute like I didn't want to go to practice that first day he was like we're gonna go to soccer practice I was like nah I was begging him not to take me and it took me about two weeks of him dragging me out and then it just clicked for me again yeah so that's good he, he helped you find your way back and that's what he was supposed to do yep you know what I mean and I look now so I know, you know but we all go there you know we all go yeah. to, a, to a to a dark place you know you got to pull yourself out of it you know, you're better than that. You know the preparation. You you know you're better than that. But I mean, life will beat you down sometimes. It's somebody yeah. rejecting you, all that, man. So we get it. I get it. But it's good. You you know, you, your father pulled you back in, and yeah. So yeah. 
how how did it all work out for you when because you're now with philadelphia union are you second team right right now yeah right now so how did that work out so how did you get noticed all the way across the on the other side of the country from philadelphia so when i uh was starting back when i first came back after eight months i was it was a little rough like i was a little rusty it took me a couple months to really get going and then i was 14 and that last season i had I think it was like 49 goals in like 23 games or something like wow. that. Yeah, so I got noticed <clears throat> noticed by the New York Red Bulls, and that was like the biggest decision my family had to make. So I was 14, getting looked at by another big MLS club, and on my 15th birthday, we decided that I was ready, and they moved me away to Jersey. That was a really tough decision and hard decision on my family, but it showed that it showed me that they trusted me yeah, and that they believed in me that I can make this happen for myself. Cause I know like if they didn't feel I was taking it seriously, that there's no way my family is too close with too much of a tight knit family to just let me go Listen. all the way across the family and live by myself. So yeah, yeah I at Red Bulls at 15 and I had a pretty good year. And then the union, um, I got a call from them after my first season there and the union was top academy in the country and recognized in the world as well so i mean it wasn't something that like an opportunity that i couldn't just pass up right and how long how long have you been there now with with that club within um, the academy moving yourself up yeah so last year i was with the u17s and now since june i've been with the second team so it's been about a year and a half with the philadelphia union now yeah congratulations man and you said i showed you a clip you had your, your first game How'd you do yeah. in that first game? It was good. I was a little nervous. The dudes was a little big, but you know, it's at the end of the day, it's a sport I've been playing my whole life. So yeah. it was good. It was a nice little run out there. So yeah, you just got to trust the preparation. That's it. Exactly. That's it. It ain't about who else is out there. It's all about the preparation. When you trust that, you surprise yourself. You know what I mean? Not yeah. really, because you know what you could do. But you know, when you get them jitters and you know, it's the first mm -hmm. time and all that. Yeah, man. Yeah. But you were, you were supposed to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're on the team. You're supposed to be there. And you got to believe mm -hmm. that. Everybody has to know that. You know, if you're put in this position and you're nervous, like, but you're supposed to be there. Yeah. So if you can understand that, then. But I mean, everybody wants to, you know, do good. So that's just human mm -hmm. nature, too, to have the jitters. So there's nothing wrong with that. Of course. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Now, you said your season starts in March. Mm -hmm. So this will be your second season on. Yeah. Too, right man i'll be praying for you out there brother i'll be praying for you thank you for real and then so the next level is just being pulled up to the mls first team mls yeah yeah it's coming it's coming man. it's coming man you've had a journey brother and you've always elevated so you know yeah. it's coming exactly you know it's coming man so um now do you guys only play state side or you go international how does that work with the with the second team? yeah now we only play teams in the states um just like the mls teams would we don't go um across waters it's all just in the u.s okay so all we play all every single mls team has a second team so we just play every gotcha. second That's okay and what what is um can you talk about um is it like the you said the GA Cup something like that you guys yeah, won? You said like that's like like that's the hugest tournament out here. Speak to that. Yeah. 
um, in April with our U17 team. We uh, it's a tournament. We got like Manchester United, Chelsea, Real Madrid, Valencia, Palmeiras, Flamengo, a bunch of teams from all around the world. And our U17s ended up winning the whole thing, and that was crazy. That's crazy. Crazy, time. <laughs> crazy thing to be a part of. Like, that really was. Like that was, yeah. That was. And then after that, that's when you got pulled up. It was yeah. Once that season ended, two months later, and then I moved up. So yeah. Okay. That's what's up, man. That is what's up. How how did they tell you? How did they let you know? What was the moment when they said, "Hey, you know, we we want to pull you up"? Yeah, no, nah, I knew um, a couple months before. Okay. Um, that I was once the season was ending that I'd be moving up, but it was just I don't know. I just felt relieved and just just excited for this new chapter because it's like the work doesn't stop now like it it's just gonna begin so yeah when they told me of course i was excited um but i was like yeah like it's time to get to work now so just preparing myself to get ready for that moment when i was actually in it so i I had time to um prepare for that and i already knew i was going up so just yeah because u17 is not pro is that correct that's still like you're in training like academy that's the academy we play other mls academy teams it's not pro Okay. Yeah, man. Hey, so I got I got a reel of you doing your thing. I wanna I wanna play that, you know, show everybody what you do. And uh we'll come back and we'll talk about that. Alright, let's get it. Dope. Brother, I don't play soccer, but as a former athlete I know what greatness looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You you got it, man. You got it. You got it. You definitely got it. You play striker and wing. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Can you explain striker. what that what that is on the field? What that what yeah. That the striker. Is? I'm essentially the uh, closest one to the opposition's goal, and I basically do the goal scoring. And wing, same thing, just on like a flank side on the out, out wide position. So I'm an attacker essentially. Yeah, I was I like about to say you got that killer mentality. Yeah. Like goals, creating goals. Yeah. Yeah, you say you scored forty nine goals in twenty three games. My yeah, U fifteen year, that was that was something else, <laughs> bro. That's crazy. That was wild. We gotta manifest that for the for for the, for the pros, man. Yeah. Get out there and go crazy on them. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. possible. It's, it's possible, possible, brother. Speak oh, yeah. it into. Speak it into. <laughs> yeah. Speak it into. So listen, I don't know much about soccer myself i watch a little bit here and there right but you were saying something that kind of struck me you said that you by you playing soccer gives you the platform to inspire and be a role model to other african americans and to encourage them to want to play soccer speak to that like what what makes you want to be that for them i mean i'd say for myself wanted to do this is because in America I feel like we had the best athletes you look at the LeBrons the Jordans the Kobe's like all the football stars and everything we have the best athletes and I feel like that's something that's missing in soccer and I want to be an athlete that can bridge soccer and coolness I guess you could say it like that and like just because like some African Americans they just want to play basketball or football because they feel like it's cool but like right Trying to make soccer cool, and I'm trying to be the bridge between 
soccer and cool and make it in one and just inspire the youth because if they love it like they don't gotta not play because they don't think it's cool like i'm trying to really make it cool like if when i'm my career's done like if i inspire a couple people to start playing soccer because they think it's swaggy or something like right yeah you want to you want to influence the culture to identify more with soccer is what you want to do because yeah you're right the culture you know the culture does not identify that as being like you said swaggy cool the thing they want to do or be or even be a part of you know everybody wants to be a part of the nba all-star game everybody will go to super bowl everybody wants to follow these these players like you know what i mean but nobody knows the mls players and mls how old is the mls in the united states because, I mean, growing up, all I knew of is soccer in Mexico, soccer overseas. Like, how old yeah. you know how old the MLS is here? I think the first year was 94, so it's fairly young. It's a yeah. fairly young sport in the U.S., and it's growing and growing every single year. Yeah. See, I knew, it, I knew it's been here some time, but it really wasn't talked about. Nobody really even gave it any attention. Yeah. Right? And now it's growing. So, yeah, it's so... But if we got people like you that make it their point, make it their mission, their life's mission to, you know, influence then it, yeah. it will grow eventually it'll catch on it just needs somebody in that forefront it just needs somebody that identifies with us right the culture culture to be cast out into the limelight um hosted up on a pedestal put in all types of commercials mm-hmm. so that it becomes the cool thing it becomes the end thing right yeah. somehow that's all it takes yeah but who one. who's the chosen one could be you could be you brother I hope so. I hope so. In his name. It definitely could be you. That would be dope, man. Yeah. That'd be real dope. For real. So do you ever go to like, um, I mean, this might be out of your element, but have you ever gone out and did like public engagements and spoke to kids and tried to encourage or did like any, you know, charity type of things where you can touch the community and, and I, you know, I, talk to them more about it? I kind of have. Um, but I still want to build myself as a player to get to a point where I can influence them like that. But I still have, and I know a lot of kids look up to me, um, but not as much as I'm, I'm going to in the future. Not as much as okay. Yeah. Do you ever see yourself starting like any type of charity organization or anything like that to give back and to, to influence? Yeah, one day for sure when I'm out of the sport. I know I still want to do something with the sport. I, I still don't know yet, but... For sure, something like that to give back to African American kids and just still be someone that's in the community that they can still reach. Like when I'm out of the sport, I don't want to be like someone that they can't reach anymore. Like I want to be right. still there with them so they can see it. Yeah, definitely heavily involved. So yeah. you know, anytime there's, there's you know the World Cup, whatever, it might see you in a commercial, might see you there, yeah. hosting or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, that'd be dope, man. That'd be dope. You def- definitely, I could see you doing that. Um, how long do you see yourself playing in this in this career in the sport? Man, until I can't no more. <laughs> like it's it's really up to God. So like I can't. I don't have an end date, but like what I would want probably I'd say about thirty six, thirty seven. I want to retire in L. A. Okay. Home. You want to go back home? Want to go back home for my last couple of years. And- retire there but i have no say on how short or how long my career that's all yeah absolutely as long as it's a great one right yeah 
exactly make the most out of it. Yeah, definitely, man. So how do you feel with, you know, the, the divide? I won't say the divide, the distance between, you know, not your family back in LA. Cause you said you're very close knit tight family. Um, I know you mm -hmm. say your brother's playing sports, so you kind of, you, you probably don't get to see much of his games anymore. Um, how does, how you been coping with that? Being away from your family? Yeah, I mean, when I first moved to Jersey, when I turned 15, that was probably the hardest, I'd say month or two months ever in my life. Just going to practices and going to games and like looking in the stands and not seeing my dad there, like, yeah. or my mom too. Sorry, mom, but not seeing, <laughs> you can't forget about mom. Not seeing my, yeah, not seeing my family support there. That hurt, that hurt a lot. Um, but it's got better though. I mean, even then, like my mom, she'd call me 15 times a day on FaceTime saying, what are you doing? I'm like, mom, I just talked to you five minutes ago. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's, it's for sure gotten, I'd say a little bit easier. Still hard on my mom, still hard on my mom, I'm still her first child so no one yeah, wants to sure, leave early like she was expecting me to go to college at what 18 19 um and i probably still go to like usc or ucla or something so still be in la for a long time she wasn't expecting when i turned 15 she thought she had so much more time and then it just yeah so. yeah man it's always gonna be hardest you know the hardest on the mother so yeah but it's good that you know you but like i was telling you before the show it's a grown man business now you know what i mean this is it's, it's your career it's a profession what's the um what's the biggest difference between you know you coming from u17 into the pros like what's the is there is there any hurdles that you're dealing with any yeah. learning curves what's the hardest I'd say, thing i say the physicality for sure um and just the mental side of the game, because obviously you saw in those clips that I'm pretty fast, but everyone's fast at the next level and learning how to use your speed in the right moments to catch defenders off guard. So I just say the physicality and the mental, um, but everyone technically is kind of similar and physically kind of similar, but you kind of need um, an edge with your mind, I'd say, okay. at this next level. And then physically, they're just, they're grown men. Some dudes like, 28 29 185 i'm 150 so like i need to put on some weight right yeah are you one of the youngest out there how how who, who do you know who the, like what's the youngest in the league do you, like that's pro I think the youngest is 15 15? 15 yeah wow 15. yeah but it in the second team it honestly and that in that league it kind of ranges from older to younger guys it's really just like a it's just a developing team to the first team but for the first team you don't see that many guys that are that young so yeah, yeah. what about um you handling like i said grown man business coming from u17 you know it's not pro it's it's i guess it's it's all a business but yeah really going pro and handling business and still being able to be, I mean, cause you're still a teenager. You're, you're a young man, but you're still a teenager, right? Yeah. I guess I want to ask, but you did say growing up, you really didn't play too much. So do you have like your guilty pleasures of, you know, maybe like playing a video game or something like that? Like how do you balance 
the grown man professional business and just still being a teenager yeah i mean i'd say since since i've moved it's been hard because i'm at the facilities um all day and i get back home and i'm tired so i don't have too many friends outside of my teammates Mm -hmm. so that's something that i'm still trying to figure out what it is i play video games here and there um I want to be, I'd say I want to be more productive with my time, but I'm just trying to figure it out. Me and my grandma, I think she's watching. We're reading the Bible right now. We're going from all the way from Genesis to Exodus. That was our uh, New Year's goal. So, I mean, that's fun doing that with her, but I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure it out. That's dope. That's dope, man. Reading the Bible with your grandmother. I love it. (laughs) I love it. I'm almost caught up. I'm almost caught up. You said you almost caught up. You you lacking yeah, up gotta, a little bit. Yeah, I gotta catch up to her reading. I mean, you gotta put that Bible on your phone so you can, you know, when you can't put the book in your hand. You... <laughs> nah, you. I I am. I'm listening. I got the Bible, out, so I'm listening. All right. I'm bad though. I had the Bible on my phone, and I, I was man. I was, <laughs> I was good for a couple months. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I was good for a couple months, but it's good that you guys are rooted. You know, you said you were praying with your mother and your father right before the show. So I love that. So, I mean, that's a testament to, you know, who you are, your, your family, man, and your upbringing. And like you said, you, you, you're reading the Bible with your grandmother front to back. Like, that says a lot, man. Yeah. So I'm very impressed. Brother, you, you got it. You know, you're blessed. I'll be praying for you, definitely. Um, yeah, man. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you in the MLS, man. I know it's coming. Like it's it's a given. It's God given, brother. I thank see you. it for real. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I got a question for you. I ask everybody before we get up out of here. Self analysis. What's one thing that you feel that you could be doing better or more of to get you to where you're going? Hmm. I'd say now, stepping into the this new. I'd say being more disciplined than I ever have been. And like my mom always always tells me, the way you do one thing is the way you do all things. So I want to hammer every aspect of my life the same way that I try and hammer soccer. So if it's with my schoolwork, making my bed, doing the dishes, I really want to be super disciplined because I know when I'm disciplined and on schedule, it actually affects my performance. So in a, in a positive way. So I just want to say increase my discipline. Um, yeah, that's what I want to aim for. Excellent, excellent. And you mentioned school. How, how is school working for you? Yeah, it's cool. It's great. The teachers are amazing. Um, it's a little bit different. It's just the kids that are at the academy. So it's not like I go to a school. Um, but they're really accommodating and they're very good teachers. So I've enjoyed my uh this is my second year now at the school so i've enjoyed it i enjoyed it okay great brother well i know you're gonna do great things brother i will be praying for you uh i appreciate you coming on the show uh god shining on you man and just continue to be great i know you will be you got a great family you got a great foundation god and your family what a great base you have brother and i hope i know you know it. i ain't gonna say i hope you know it. you know it so yeah just continue to fly spread your wings and uh, yeah. go for it. Like you said, be more disciplined. Do everything yep. you know that you need to do. Even when you don't want to do it, just do it. And 
you're going to keep flying like you are. Keep succeeding and keep excelling. Yeah. So kudos to you, man. Kudos to your parents, your grandparents, everybody that's had uh, their hands on you. You know what I mean? Who's groomed you, who, who's brought you up, who's given you that advice and given you the character and made you the man that you are today. So, yeah. God bless you, my brother, for real, man. Proud of you, seriously. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been great. This has been awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. I have to ask. You said you're a little nervous before the show. How you feel now? Did we kick it? Great. It feel great. It was like just a conversation, like you said. So nothing yeah. to be nervous about. Yeah, man, we just here kicking it. That's how I like to do it, you know? We just having a good conversation. It's all about you. Like I said, we want to celebrate you. And that's what we did tonight. So that's what we do on every show, for real. So I appreciate you coming on. And I will be in touch. I'll stay in the DMs, you know, keep in contact, man. I always support anyone that comes on here. I just support. And any you could talk to anybody. Ramon, uh, he knows I, I support. If I see you on Instagram... I support. I'm not on there much. I do promote and I, you know, I'll sift through a little bit and I see. If I see you, I'm gonna promote. If you need me, holler in the DM. I'll check it from time to time. I'll reach out, say what's up, man. Just check on you, see how you're doing. Sure, yeah. my guy. Appreciate that. Absolutely, my brother. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in tonight. You know where I'm at every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here kicking it on the cool car show with someone cool like eddie davis we are out of here until next week peace and love i appreciate you tuning in don't forget to check out eddie on instagram his tag is right there in the lower third you can check me out on instagram as well the cool car show follow us subscribe go to eddie's games check him out follow the brother he has greatness he is greatness and you're gonna see that believe that we out of here peace and love y'all peace